You are now listening to the Nick's State of Mind podcast, presented by Elite Sports Radio. And now, your hosts, Chip Murphy and Matt Castillo. Everybody, and welcome into a new episode of the Nick's State of Mind podcast. I'm Ann Matt Casillo, and uh, just a quick hitter right here, get some thoughts out. Uh, last night was December 21st. Uh, the New York Knicks took on the Atlanta Hawks, and everything looked good in the first half. I believe had an eight-point lead, 68-60, going into the half. Kevin Knox had the big first quarter, uh, and then and the Knicks struggled in that second half. I think scored just... 39 total points and fell to the Hawks, which infuriates a lot of fans. And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, the Hawks are not a very good basketball team, but here's the thing. Neither are the New York Knicks. And yes, the Knicks are are better. You expect the Knicks to win a game like Atlanta, but at the same time, Again, this is the thing that I've been trying to to preach all season long so far that this is the best thing for the Knicks. You know, a couple of weeks ago or a couple of nights ago, I should say, a couple of games ago, the Knicks lose to the Phoenix Suns. And people are not thrilled about that. Uh people are not thrilled with this loss to the Hawks. It's those are the teams that we are competing with for those ping pong balls. That's a reality. And I, I think over the course of the season, I think there's a lot of Knicks fans that get this, that completely understand the, the process that the Knicks are in right now. Because sometimes the only way to fix the state that you're in is just going through uh, torturous seasons. And it, it has been a long time since we have seen the Knicks competitive. And I, I get everybody already knows this, and, and everybody just. Uh, understands, or I shouldn't say everybody, but I feel like there are a nice set of Nick fans that get what the bigger picture is, what's going on here. Uh, but I wanted to spend a little time today talking about those who aren't understanding and try to see if I can help them understand what is going on here. There's a lot of fans upset, seen it all across social media. The way the Knicks end up losing to the Hawks last night, of course, you start to see the whole, uh, we got to fire David Fisdale, and I'm sure uh, you guys, some some of you fans that are involved in these group pages might have seen the same thing. Um, you know, people just get so emotionally involved in this that uh, they don't they don't see the big picture. The best thing for the Knicks, and this is, again, talking to those fans that don't get it, the best thing for the Knicks right now is to lose. And that's very hard. You know, as a fan, obviously I'm a fan, and I want to win every single game that they go out and play. Everyone. No question about it. The competitive side comes out. Your fan pride comes out. You want to win every single game. You expect to win the games against these teams that you're better than. 
you know, you, you, you just absolutely think going into this game last night, uh, the Hawks are a team that the Knicks should beat. You expect it to be a win. And over the last several years, we have seen the Knicks, not a very good team, no real shot at the playoffs. I know they got off to those fast starts the last uh, several seasons, and we we hear that oh this year is different. But then right around this time actually is when everything uh, went down south, and uh, this season went into the dumps. But the damage was already done in the terms of those fast starts. Kind of knocked us out of being within the top five of the NBA draft, and we get the eighth and ninth pick, and yeah, we have a chance to get good players. You know, we look at what Kevin Knox is doing right now, um, playing at a very high level after a lot of people were fearing that perhaps he was a a bust, another bust. Um, You know, I've seen a little bit less patience with him early on than I did with Frank Nielakina, and I'll share more thoughts on that in another episode. But the point is, you know, we are not in position year after year right now to get in the top draft picks and I think that is the best thing for the Knicks right now go ahead get the guys get a couple of big guys that you know probably had the best chance to be a superstar that you're not really just hoping they pan out I know the draft is always kind of like that there's no guarantee you can have the number one overall pick you know you think back to like somebody like um, Julio Okafor um, the year uh, that he went right before the Knicks you know that did not work out at all he hasn't been a very productive player so I know there's no guarantee in it Uh, but you look at what's coming up in this draft you you see guys like Zion Williamson you see really the whole Duke roster and you're thinking you know we got to get a hand on them you won't you won't get a hand on any of those players if you have the eighth or ninth pick so losing these games are actually better for the Knicks. And again, I know that's tough, but you got to kind of block out the fandom side of it. And you got to look at the big picture. Everybody wants to win games. Everybody wants to be in the playoffs. Because when you're there, I guess technically you have a chance, but really what, what's the what's the end game there? Uh, the Knicks win a, a win streak. They get into the playoffs. They're like the eighth seed. Are, are we really going to go anywhere from the eighth seed? No. And I think that's been the mindset the last couple of years, especially with the the fast starts that we're off to with a lot of fans that we, we should be a playoff team. The reality is this team is not good enough to be a playoff team. Um, and the whole, we need to fire David Fizz, he's doing an outstanding job. He's doing an outstanding job. He's doing exactly what needs to be done. He is mixing in veterans with these young players that we're trying to get a chance to see, to see what guys are going to stick. What guys are going to be able to play a role for this team down the road. And that is extremely important, and he has done an outstanding job doing that. You've got to be patient. I know New York is not a, uh, a place that uh, we have a whole lot of patience, and we've sat through terrible seasons after terrible seasons. But if we stick to this plan, this is the thing that a lot of these fans, I hope that you that you can see uh if if we stick to this plan of losing, eventually these dark, terrible times are going to come to an end. If we go back to the way that we were doing things a few years ago, it was always like the New York Knicks had a, a Band-Aid fixed plan. You know, things like Derrick Rose being brought in, the, things like that. That was like kind of putting a Band-Aid on a cut and hoping that it would stop the bleeding. And it looked like it might have with fast starts, but then in the end it just fell off and... 
did nothing good. Actually got us out of the top, you know, five draft picks. Yeah, the last time we were in that, we got Przingis. Things worked out great. This draft is another draft where we can potentially grab players that could be franchise-changing players. And I also think a lot of the mindset is that if we win basketball games and we show we're competitive and all that good stuff, then we're going to get a top free agent. The Knicks haven't got a top free agent in years. And I think the best way to finally lure back free agents is if you get young talent that are showing that they are able to produce. Think about it. Think about it. I've said this before at some point in the podcast when we always kind of talked about the Knicks not getting big free agents. Why is that? You know, you can't just sell the city. People don't care anymore. The social media game, you can be big in Milwaukee just like the Greek freak is right now. It, it doesn't matter. That's why we've seen Greg Monroe burn the Knicks a few years back. It didn't work out for them, but still, the point was... It looked like he was going to be a Nick, and he chose Milwaukee over the Knicks. Cities do not matter. They don't. What does is the opportunity to these veteran superstars to match up with some of these younger talents to keep them alive and make some runs. Think about it. You look at the first time LeBron James left Cleveland. He went to Miami. The Cleveland Cavaliers got somebody named Kyrie Irving. Some other top lottery draft picks. You know, Tristan Thompson plays a significant role. He might not be a superstar, but he plays a role for that team and has for years. LeBron sees that young talent, sees a superstar in Kyrie Irving, and he goes back to Cleveland to play with him because he was attracted to going back to Cleveland because they finally had some pieces there that he knew that he could go win. They had another lottery pick. They were able to take that pick with Andrew Wiggins and turn it into grabbing another veteran in Kevin Love. That helped them win at least one championship and, and several trips to the championship. Uh, you know, you look at the Golden State Warriors, the way they have done it. They built their team through the draft. They drafted Draymond. They drafted Stephen Curry. They drafted Clay Thompson. Those guys developed. We know what they were able to do without Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant looks at them and goes, I want to play with them. I have a chance to win. And they have dominated ever since he's joined. And he plays a big role in it, Kevin Durant. The point is, you got to have some pieces there. Winning basketball games, nobody's sitting back saying, oh, this team plays hard. They're the eighth seed. If I go play for them, we can be like the fourth seed. They want to win a championship. And in order to do that, you got to have some kind of talent on the team. And right now, the Knicks are not just doing it by buying them. You have to develop them. That approach really has been the approach for several years of trying to buy free agents, trying to make Band-Aid fix moves, little trades here, trades there. I think for the first time, we are seeing the organization look at it and going, we just need to lose. We just need to lose. We need to start getting our hands on some of these these big names in the draft. You don't think people are aware of what Zion Williamson is doing and how much of an impact he can have on a team, not just because of what he can do on the basketball court, but you see the following he has already. If he comes out and he's doing his thing, which I think he's going to be able to do, players will look at that and go, that's the kid I want to play with. These veterans look at, I got about three, four years of good basketball left in me, and I could probably maybe even prolong that a little bit because I won't have to do everything because I could play with this guy that can play a big role in it. So... Try to remain patient. Don't blame the coach for it. 
You can't win. It doesn't matter who the coach. Greg Popovich can be the coach of the Knicks right now with this roster. We're not going to win. It's not that good. It's not. There are some pieces there that have been very exciting to see. I'll tell you what, some of these young guys, as I mentioned, Kevin Knox has played well. Alonzo uh, Trier has been a blessing since the moment that he came um, to the organization. There are some pieces there. There are some people that could play a role. Emmanuel Moutier has actually done a very good job. Somebody I've been very critical of, been very impressed with him. So yes, there's some aspects of this team that are good, but it's not a playoff team. It doesn't even need to be a playoff team. So for those fans that just cannot separate that, that just do not want to lose, sometimes you have to in order to make it better. These quick band-aid fixes, they don't get it done. They just don't. This is the best thing moving forward. It's tough, it is painful, and it sucks, but it could, and there's no guarantees. I get that. I'm the first one to understand that, but it gives us a pretty good chance to get some of these young players. I'm telling you right now, you can get a Zion, that's a franchise-changing player. If you can get an R.J. Barrett, that's a franchise-changing player. There are some things that the Knicks could do that can completely turn this around faster than you think, but right now, you have to suffer through it. Be patient. I know we have sat and, and have seen nothing for years. But this is a different approach that the organization is finally trying. I believe it will work. I believe it will work. And it is frustrating that we're losing teams like the Hawks, the Phoenix Suns. But at the end of the day, if that's going to put more ping pong balls in for us, then that is what needs to happen. So I'm Matt Castillo. Thanks for listening to the Next State of Mind podcast.